Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener, and welcome if you're listening for the very first time, and hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes and Stitcher Radio and TuneIn and Park Coalition Radio, as well as my blog, Talk Radio Community, and I want to welcome those who will be joining me in the chat room later. I hope you are having a great start to your week. And today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has over 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. And you can get a free audiobook of your choice by going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And in the next half hour, I will be sharing my audiobook selection for this week. Well, tonight joining us is my BFF. And that's my business friend forever, Olga Jackson. She is the founder of Onyx Woman Network, and she's a blogger for Your Stylish Ways. And she's going to help us get through the stuff in our closets from the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s that we probably just need to get rid of. And, of course, in the next half hour, I'm going to be sharing some closet organizing tips. And, of course, I'm going to be sharing my product suggestion, app suggestion, and repurpose suggestion, and sharing with you my special spring promotion on my power keys to an organized you. But before I bring Ola on, I, of course, went and did some research about closets. And this is from StarCraftCustomBuilders.com. And it says, back in the olden days, before central heating and running water, houses did not have closets as we know them today. There were closets in houses, of course, of the very well-to-do, like Washington, Lee, Jefferson, and Madison, but they were not used to store clothing. Clothing, excuse me. They were used to store food stuff and household implements. We would probably call them pantries today. And clothes were not hung on hangers. Clothes Hangers did not come into use until the late decades of the 19th century when the new emphasis on sanitation and hygiene dedicated that, excuse me, dictated that clothing be aired for better health. So before hangers or shoulders, as they were first called, clothes were folded and kept in a chest. And it says in the 1950s, that's when Creeping closet clutter had inspired the major closet innovation, which is the walk-in closet, and which was a great improvement over the small reach-in closet and walk-in quickly became an indispensable adjunct to the master bedroom. And throughout the 70s and the 80s, it was almost impossible for a builder to sell a house without an even larger walk-in closet. Isn't that amazing, the history of the closet? 
So tonight joining us is Ola Jackson, who has 25 years of being a voice and giving a voice for women. She has reached them through her magazine, social media network, consisting of over thousands and thousands of women and members, her e-blast, her e-newsletter, her online radio show, her television show, and, of course, her latest venture, which brings her here tonight to talk about the clothes in the closet, is um, her stylish, your stylish ways. She's a blogger on your stylish ways. So I'm going to bring on this wonderful Ola Jackson. Hello, Ola. Good evening to you. It's been how long ago? Yeah, the 10, 15 years? It's been longer than that. Because when did you start? Okay. Well, wait a minute. Didn't you start the the magazine in the 90s? Yes. Okay. So it's been even longer. Okay. Yeah. It's been a long time. And I'm so proud of you. I, I, I watch your stuff. Oh, I watch your Instagram. I keep up with you. I'm glad you're one of our guest bloggers, too. So you've enhanced our your stylish ways. Well, I, I love following you because you inspire <laughs> me just by your, well, you inspire me by your sense of style, but also all the things you're doing just for women out there. So the oh, well, first question is, much. I want you about your stylish ways and how did that come about? Well, quite frankly, actually, when we were a newsletter in the 90s, we had a column called Your Stylish Ways. And at the time, I was focusing more so on business opposed to style. And then I realized at one point that the women who were in business, they needed to focus on their visual presentation as well because that's what the client sees first or the prospective client. But I also realized they needed to focus their money on their business. And I thought, well, you know, you cannot wear your bank on your back. By that I mean you can't go out here and buy all these expensive clothes and you don't have a website and you don't have marketing materials because you have on your red bottom shoes, you have uh, your $80 wash and set, and then when someone says, oh, can you present me with a a marketing package you don't have any because you can't afford to print. And so I figured, why don't I just take that to the next level, your stylish ways? And I wanted to be more about style than about fashion because fashion comes and goes. I had gone to school for fashion merchandising back in the 70s prior to going to college for marketing. And so I had my skills as far as fabrics and the silhouettes and knowing different um, body types. And I combined that to come up with the blog that I just started because it always has it has always been just a column in the um, magazine. But the important thing to me was to because we focus so much on entrepreneurs to let these ladies know that you know, you're going to need your money to keep this business going because most are micro entrepreneurs. So why would you go out and spend all this money and you don't have what you need? to maybe hire someone to help you, or to invest that money in something that can enhance your business. And so, therefore, we had your stylish ways. And that's wonderful. And that's interesting because I did not realize that you had a degree in and studied fashion because that's where mm-hmm. my degree is in fashion. But you're right. You people need to really think about where they spend their money. And that's why I love following you because, you know, you go out and you just come back with all these wonderful finds. <laughs> and they're so, and you're right about, 
you're right about the difference when you said fashion and style. Right. And I think right. if we really focus on the style, then we wouldn't have all of this stuff that uh-huh. we've got from the Oh, sure. You take that stuff and you just you change the what you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's, that's how you what, become that's your stylish ways, too, because it's really the, which, once you get it, it's the ways in which you style it. And so that's why we call it your stylish ways. Uh, they say fashion what you buy and style is how you wear it. And so we want to focus on, mm. on the how of all of that. Because um, a few weeks ago I, I did a presentation and this woman said she just had so much stuff because she holds on to it because she knows it's coming mm-hmm. back to style. And I'm like, oh, that's not a good reason to hold on to clothes. Because <laughs> if that was the case, nobody mm-hmm. would get rid of anything. Um, uh-huh. So uh-huh. I, my question, my first question, well, my next question to you is, is once again, it's time to transition for another season. Mm-hmm. So how mm-hmm. do you transition your closet? Now, I am one who does hold on to my clothes for one reason. My clothes are very classic. So since I don't buy much fashion, my clothes stay in style because they are basic silhouettes. They're basic colors. I love a pencil skirt. Every skirt I buy is shaped like a pencil skirt for the most part because they're so easy to wear. They can fit any body type. We did a whole um, video on the pencil skirt. So I don't have to worry about putting them away in the spring because I also know a lot about fabric. I can get a very light worsted wool and take that from January to June or July because it's a breathable fabric. It's very lightweight, and it's very comfortable. And so I'm not concerning myself as much as about, oh, I'm going to take that and put that away for spring because it transitions so nicely. I don't have to. Now, I have those other heavier weight wools that I put up in the closet in my attic and then bring them back out in uh, late October or so. But for the most part, you have to pay attention to your fabric because the fabric is the foundation of your garment. People will not go out and buy a cheap fabric to make you a high-quality, expensive garment. That's like the foundation. And I think because I'm more so trained in fabric, I have an eye for it with some who may not may pick up something that's not as durable. But I clearly understand the quality of fabric. So taking that from January to June or whatever, um, that's very easy to do. And you're not cleaning out as much. If you have a, a, a white cotton shirt, of course you can wear that throughout the entire year. Even a jacket that's a very, very light um, wool or blend, you can take throughout the entire year. So pay attention to your fabrics. And if you have neutral colors, you accent those colors with your scarf. No, I was saying, and I agree with that because I have pieces. Like I have just one black dress. I can wear it all year long because, like you said, Uh if you pay attention to the fabrics, then you don't have to go through all those transitions every season. Oh, no. Mm -mm. Because you can get, like I I love wrap dresses. A knit wrap Mm -hmm. dress, whether it's cold in December or hot 
in August, it's a lightweight knit. It's a jersey knit. I mean, and a, and a wrap dress, that's something you take to work, throw some pearls on it at night, and it's a cocktail dress. It's very functional. I like clothes uh, like anybody else, but I also know that that is not where my biggest investment should go. Somebody can pour red wine on a $400 dress, and that's, it's over. So why invest in something like that? You can get that same dress if you go to consignment. I'm a big consignment store shopper because I believe that once somebody else paid $400 for a designer dress, if I come in and get it for $10, it's no less quality. And you're and you're it's so no you're so quality. right. You can mm-hmm. you can get so much wonderful stuff from consignment shops. So Ola, what are Flea some market. things that? Oh no, what were you saying? You said flea markets. Uh, yes, yeah, flea markets, thrift shops, uh, any type of retail shop, a, a garage sale. You know, and people do get tired of their stuff too. So if you get tired of it and you only got it for fifteen dollars at a flea market, that's a different situation than getting it for $200 and you're tired of it. And you are so right. And you are so right. And I like, and a lot of times, sometimes if just, I will go and just kind of at the end of the season really catch Mm -hmm. some of these sales. I'll never forget, I got these pants. They were marked at $99, but I got them for like less than 20 Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like the end of the season shopper. But I wanted to know, like, what are some of the stuff that we have in our closets? And I know you know what they are that we really need to get rid of. I mean, because people are holding stuff from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you don't need to hold on to that stuff. Yeah, if it's something that's extremely trendy, then I would get rid of it because it does take a while for it to come back, and I would not um, hold on to it. Now, for those of us who are being realistic, we do tend to also buy things that we know will never fit again. It's just not realistic that, that we're going to go down three sizes. So I would consider that if you do go down three sizes, treat yourself and then replace it. But don't have all that stuff because clutter clutters the mind as well. So when you think that you're walking into a closet and you have all this stuff, it has a mental impact on you. So those things that just are too trendy, that's why I don't buy things that are too trendy because I know they're going to go out and I'll be throwing them out. If I do happen to buy them, I make sure I never pay a lot of money for something that has a lot of details on it that's hot for now, Um, so I don't bother with that. If it's something that's a classic, that's a whole different deal. But get rid of the most trendiest things that you have, the things that really don't fit. And those things, they say, if you haven't worn it the last year, uh, if you don't actually, there's a reason why you have not worn it all that time. It's probably because you're not going to end up wearing it. And so don't get connected to stuff. Um, You can also consider making money off of it. Somebody else may want it. So go and and post it on eBay. There are other things, uh, a thread up, whatever. Make some money off of that stuff. Get your money back or at least get some of your money back for those things that are just sitting in your closet, shoes that you know, you know are uncomfortable. You know. (laughs) If If you have to take a pair of slippers with you, 
to the party because your shoes hurt. Those are things that you have got to let go of. I'm a big thing for being, have a big thing for being comfortable at my feet. I, I can't bear it. I cannot bear it. So if you have shoes, the platform shoes, uh, let them go. It's something to be all dressed up, looking gorgeous, and your feet hurt. Do not tell yourself that you can buy some shoes and you're going to stretch them out when you wear them. No, they're impacting your feet. And when you get a certain age and all that catches up to you, you'll regret it. So line it all up, bag it all up, and here's the thing. Bag it up and get rid of it quickly because if you're like me, I have gone back in that bag, pulled that stuff up, and hung it right back up. So don't don't try to set it outside your door because every time you pass it, you'll have some emotional attachment. I wore that to my friend's wedding. I wore that to my cousin's whatever, and you got to keep it. No, let it go. Mm-hmm. You you really just preached it right there, uh, Ola. Without <laughs> not, getting, not getting emotional attached, but also, right. I mean, mm-hmm. really the shoes. I mean, we're always talking about the clothes, but we never really talk about the shoes, the shoes that hurt our feet, the shoes that, oh my God. When, like you said, when we get into the car or when we uh-huh. just sit down, we just take them mm-hmm. off and we're like, you know what, I can't even oh, put sure. these things back on again. I'm walking barefoot. So we've oh, sure. all been there. And if, you, and if they don't fit you in the store, they're not going to fit you at the party. And we have yeah. to stop abusing our feet. We're already putting all that weight on our feet. When I'm not dressed, I never wear high heels. I never wear high heels. Even though I'm short, my feet have got to be comfortable. So and I see women struggling every day. Day could barely walk. Now, I do wear high heels. I think they do great things for their legs. And I'm the one who, what I do is, I don't drive in them. I usually put them on when I do get to a certain place. And But I don't, once I get in, I don't have to put on bedroom covers. I don't wear them enough for my feet to be that uncomfortable. So, yeah, so go yeah, through those I, shoes. Because we have more shoes than we have clothes for the most part. Because people love shoes and they love shoes whether those shoes fit them or not they got to have those shoes and as you get older you're going to find that when it really takes a toll on your knees on your corns and everything else you're going to regret the fact that you held on to those shoes get rid of them any belts that no longer fit uh, donate them again put them on a website and sell them uh, you might get tired of certain hats you haven't worn. There may be certain hats that are tearing your hair out because of the, the, the wool or whatever, but just get rid of it. Even We tend to keep accessories forever. Yeah. Because it's so That's small, another. we really look at them so we don't think, you know, take, take a day and just go through them and get rid of that. stuff. It clears the mind. It really does. Yeah, it really it really does. So, yeah, I mean, now I see you're talking to me. It's like, oh, yeah, I got these pair of earrings I've never worn. I know I haven't worn them. So, you know, <laughs> you know, so it's just like I need to get rid of those. But you had kind of touched on a little bit some of the things that you have in your your, your closet and part of your mm-hmm. your style, the, the pearl. I know uh-huh. you're known for the pearls and yeah, the pencil skirts. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> so and, what and the rap other things do you think? I do a lot oh, of monotones because I'm not very I'm not very tall, so I do a lot of monotones. So there are some cardigan sweaters in there. I like how they hang. And I also am a woman who pays close attention to what I call undergear, uh, those body shapers. A lot of the clothes are very shapely to that. I mean, women are wearing little tube dresses, and some of them are forgoing what they need to have underneath those dresses. Uh, because at some point, sometimes fit doesn't matter that much to women anymore. They kind of pull it, put it on, and pull it and tug it. But I have a couple of drawers full of all kinds of shapewear products, so that when I put them on, the other items, everything is firm and flat. So I take, yeah. if I wear a dress, you better believe I have on some type of undergarment that is pulling something in to make me feel better. So I have a drawer full of those. Um, take the time and just go and try them on. Uh, women have to get the right size bra to fit. They say most of us are wearing the wrong size bra. And then, again, I was the type of person who was holding on to bras because bras are so lacy and pretty. And so when it was time mm-hmm. to get rid of them, I just, how do you get a, a beautiful bra, I throw it in the garbage with all that lace, and, you know, we pay money for those, and mm-hmm. you don't want to let them go. Meanwhile, they're taking up room and making clutter in your drawer, no matter how pretty. I have stuff when I first got married. <laughs> and every time I would just go to throw away, I'd, and then I would go and get it again, because we talk about the emotional part mm-hmm. of an item that we do not want. Stuff we had when our kids were born. Oh, I wore this scarf, and it reminds me of his baptism. I'm like, okay, well, he's baptized, and he's okay right now. So just um, get rid of it. Just take a day. And like I said, don't walk. Run with it in the bag. Take it to a friend's house. Have a swap party where someone brings their things over, you have your things ready, and you switch up. But whatever you do, get rid of it. I can't say enough, and I'm sure you know, the emotional impact of just having, it's like walking into a room with clutter, and it just, it's so overwhelming that you don't know where to start. The best thing is don't even get to that point. And you're so right, you're so right. Yeah and, yeah, and there's people who buy clothes and they hide them from the husband because they know uh, shopping can be an emotional experience. And I've already said at least what you do, ask yourself three questions. What can I wear it with? Can I afford it? Is this a need or is this a want? And the best thing to do, leave the store and come back if you think you want it. Because you may realize it's like food. Walk away from it. Give yourself some time, and you may realize I never wanted that in the first place, and so therefore you won't even have it. Don't wear your uh, money, your bank on your back. That's what I say again. Do not have everything you own in your closet as far as your investment. Well, that was a that that is a wonderful statement that I think every woman who is a mm-hmm. businesswoman needs to needs to adhere to abide by. Like you said, 
You need your business cards. You need your marketing material. You need a website. Uh-huh. You don't need a $1,200 bag or whatever, how much it really oh, no. costs. So. <laughs> I have one of those. What, what do you call that um, The big uh, the, the St. John Knit? I went and got a St. John Knit at a shop. We have what's called designer dress days here in Pittsburgh, and once a year mm-hmm. they just open up the door. It's like a big warehouse. And I got a St. John Knit for $29. My friend used to work at a St. John Knit store in Atlanta, and she's oh, wow, the women would seldom leave without spending fourteen, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 on some garments for St. John Knit. And she said that they had a policy where you could not return them. So if you return, if you did return them, you couldn't get a refund, okay? And so you had to buy something else. So here I have this um, St. John knit in my closet that I got for 29 bucks. I have a friend, we talk about shopping out of a friend's closet, um, who gave me, practically gave me her skirt that actually matched the jacket for $30. She didn't want them anymore. She's someone who was a high-end shopper. Mm-hmm. And uh, he gave me so so. I was basically walking around in a St. John knit for fifty nine dollars. You know, you go to some of these women as events where every other woman has on her St. John knit. She probably paid four or five thousand, and mine was no different. Yeah, and that is why everybody should follow Ola Jackson <laughs> 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 on your stylish ways. Yes, on your stylish ways. I have a pair of uh, uh, Kate Spade pumps that I have on the site that I got for $4.99 plus my senior citizen discount. (laughs) 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 Real real Kate Spade, not some knockoff, not some uh, private label where they just use her name. Um, It's amazing when I see some of these things online, and I see the price, even on eBay, and it's far more than what I paid for the items. I think, oh, my God. Now, I saved all this money, and it's really no different quality. I happen to, someone got tired of them, and I guess women who have a lot of money don't wear things very long, and they have the option to just say, I don't want these anymore. And if the quality hasn't been reduced, I go in and I find them. At the Goodwill, uh, various thrift shops, uh, flea markets, and it, and then I get to take that money and run my business. Because folks will always say, "Oh, I have no money to um, run a business." Well, you do. I had a situation where a young lady I wanted to use her service, and I called her and I said, "You know, send me information on what, um, what you do. I'm interested." And she said, "Well, I don't have a website." But yet I go to Facebook and I see her with red bottom shoes on and hair done to the max and very stylish and everything. And I'm thinking, well, you know, I'm trying to use your service. You're telling me you have no website to show me what you've done because you can't afford one, but yet you're spending God knows what to make yourself look as if you're very successful. And so imagine had she taken that money and put into her business, she could have made more money. And if she shopped like I told her to, she would um, have looked good and got the business. You know, so 
And she would have had a website. And she would have had a website. So smart, so smart. Those were that's the nuggets from Ola Jackson. So Ola, how can people? How can women um, get you? Follow you? You can go to um, yourstylistways.com. That's the blog. Because not only do we do the fashion, we're going into cooking and furnishing now because. You know, I just posted something. I was driving down the street, and I saw two chairs outside this lady's house, knocked on the door. She's throwing them out. So I got them free. Now, I have a table that I had purchased from the store called Our House, um, and I put paired that with this upscale store, and uh, I have these free tables, with the, free chairs with this table. So, you know, there's all kinds of things that, we as women have to do because it turns out that we're the ones who, as we get older, more likely to live in poverty as statistics show. So we have to be very careful, mindful of wearing our bank on our back and prioritize what's really important. And when you shop, yeah. like I suggest, you're not really compromising on anything because you still have the style and you still have the quality and the rest of the money can be invested in yourself some way, somehow. And that is so true. And I did see those chairs. I saw those chairs posted, and I said, okay, I'm getting inspired, I'm getting expired, inspired now because I found a chandelier-like lamp. So once I spray paint it, I'm going to show some before and after. And it was free. I went into um, we have a laundry room. We have a laundry room where I live, so I went to do my laundry, and there it was. Oh my and God. I was like, wow, yeah, it's a beautiful little chandelier-like lamp with nice little crystals and everything. So I'm going to paint it black, spray paint it black. Oh I may do black, I may do something else, but yeah, I'm going to show before and after. So I'm like, yeah, it's time for me. It's spring has sprung, and Ola mm-hmm. has just started everything, so I'm I'm inspired <laughs> now. So. Well, that's, that's our purpose is to inspire women and to back it up by showing people in our videos, this is how we did it. And you can do it, too. Because I found that no matter how much money you may think you have, it can come and go at any time. So you want to be sure that you are smart and still not be having to feel as if you sacrifice so much because you still get what you want. That's true. That is so true. That is so true. Well, Ola, I thank you once again for a wonderful interview um and of course you know i'll be following you and seeing what seeing what wonderful things you have bought oh and thank you very much now this is your stylishways.com yes and of course everybody you know you can just go to the show page and you click the link and it will take uh-huh. you right to ola so you can follow her get inspired by her connect with her and learn how to well, get rid of some of the stuff you <laughs> Yes, please. <laughs> thank you for having me. All right. You have a great evening, Ola. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that was an awesome interview from Ola Jackson. And our sponsor, Audible, is offering our listeners a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized and you can choose from over 180,000 audio programs. You download a title for free and you start listening. It's that easy. 
audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. That's audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And this week's audiobook selection is DIY. Well, hello. I am not sure exactly what happened, but um, hopefully you will be able to hear the rest of this show. Um, So, um, as I was sharing with you earlier, um, that was an awesome, awesome interview with Ola Jackson. And... um, we um, talked about just how to organize a closet, how to get things done. So I'm going to now share with you some ways in order to clear out the clutter in your closet. And uh, basically these are tips that I have used um, in order to help people and my clients organize their closets as well. So the first thing is, of course, you want to uh, basically make sure you get rid of the items you no longer want or can't fit and you have a friend help you. The next thing is you want to design your closet by looking at the uh, maybe the Pinterest page um, to get some inspiration. You want to... Um, Basically, get assistance, maybe a closet designer, space planner, or an organizer to help you get rid of things. You want to organize your closet once you know exactly um, what you want to um, keep, what you need to get rid of, but also you want to organize your closet so that it will meet your needs, your current as well as your future needs. So... Um, Once you start purging things, then you can get things like the hangers, the containers, et cetera, and then schedule time to organize everything. And you also want to to have a donate or have a party to give things away as well. Um, So those are just some things that will help you. Again, what will your closet hold? Shoes, handbags, accessories, clothes. you want to get rid of items you no longer need. You want to design your closet by looking at photos, um, Pinterest, etc. You want to uh, get assistance. It could be a closet designer, space designer, planner. You want to organize your closet once you know what you um, need to have in the closet. And, of course, you want to donate or maybe possibly have a party. So. Um, these are my um, tips for the Taylor's Tip Time. So I hope um, you are actually uh, hearing me right now um, because I am having just a little bit of difficulty right here um, trying to um, do this. So what I may do is I may um, 
disconnect myself for just a few minutes and come right back. Well, hello, listeners. I don't know exactly what happened, but I am back. I truly apologize for all the technical issues. So I just wanted to kind of go over, um, again, the uh, audiobook selection is DIY, um, Closet Organizing. That's our audiobook selection for this week. And I also wanted to share with you um, some organizing tips is DIY Closet Organizing is the audiobook selection. Um, our My Taylor's Tip Time Closet Organizing Tips are what will you hold in your closet? Will it be shoes, handbags, accessories, clothes? You want to take that into consideration. You definitely want to get rid of items you no longer want or need or can fit. Um, and you want to have a friend help you with this. You want to design your closet by looking at photos. Possibly Pinterest to get is a great place to start to get some inspiration. You also want to get some assistance, and it could be with a closet designer, a space planner, or an organizer just to kind of help you in regards to um, getting the closet designed specifically to meet your needs. And the next thing you want to do is you want to organize that closet once you know what you want it to look like, and then you can begin to categorize purchase your needed supplies, maybe some hangers, a few containers, and then schedule time to organize everything. And then why not have a donate or have a party to give things away for all of those things that Ola suggested that we need to get rid of. So you definitely want to do that. So those are my tips and my tailor tip time. And I also want to share with you, make sure you go to my website at JanetMTaylor.com and take advantage of my spring promotion, which is the power keys to an organized you. That will give you an opportunity to have two hours consultation with me virtually for only $59. It's regularly a $250 um, package, but you will get it for $59. In addition to that, you're going to get a copy of my e-course that will help you work through your organizing project. So make sure you go to JanetMTaylor.com for more information in regards to that. So, of course, I want you to know that I appreciate all of you who are following me via social media. And so I want to um, share with you some of my uh, tips in regards to my app suggestion, my product suggestion, and my repurpose suggestion. But first, tomorrow is Toss to Tuesday. So I want you to go in your pair of shoes that you um, hurt your feet, go to get your accessories that you're not wearing, maybe some earrings are hurting, a necklace just doesn't fit right or something. So tomorrow is Toss to Tuesday. And I would like for you to post it on social media, whatever you decide to toss. Well, my app suggestion for this week is Stylebook, and it's an app that puts together both the ideas of organizing what you have in your closet online, and it also helps you come up with new outfit ideas as well. It's called Stylebook App. That's my app suggestion. My product suggestion is a six-piece drawer organizer set from Bed Bath & Beyond. You get six pieces for 
And um, it's a great way to organize those drawers, but also if you want, you can probably put them on shelves as well to keep things organized and accessible. And then my repurposed suggestion is taking china, specifically china, teacups, saucers, the whole the jewelry, the earrings, the rings, the necklaces. It's a great way to repurpose items and give especially that bedroom, that little nice little personal feel. You can take maybe a mug or a cup from somebody who is near and dear to you and just have a, a nice, wonderful thing that they cherish in your space as well. So my app suggestion is style book. My product suggestion is the six drawer organizer set from Bed Bath and Beyond. And my repurpose is the china and teacups or saucers and use them to hold jewelry. So you can find all of those by just going to my Pinterest page. Um, and by going either to the repurpose section the app suggestion or products and help you stay organized. And finally, my quote for the week is, you can start where you are with what you have got and go wherever it is you want to go. You can start where you are with what you have got and go wherever you want to go. This is by Zig Ziglar. I've had some unfortunate technical issues, so I hope you truly get all the gist of this program tonight. I'm not sure exactly what's wrong, but I'll, of course, find it out. I do appreciate all of you um, for sticking through with all these little technical issues I sometimes have here. I appreciate every one of all of my venues, Blog Talk, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, TuneIn, Park Coalition, my my wonderful people who support me in the chat. Next week, we're going to be getting the junk out of our marketing. And, you know, Ola talked about that, about how sometimes we put so much into ourselves. We don't have marketing. Well, now it's time to get the junk out of our marketing with Marcel Johnson, and she's from Silent Liaison. Um, So she'll be here next week. Um. I truly uh, appreciate all of you. Again, make sure you go to JanetMTaylor.com and take advantage of my product package, my power keys to organize you. And for $59, you can get two hours virtually with me. And basically what that entails is first, before our session even starts, the first session, you email me whatever it is you, you want organized with some pictures. And you let me know this is my home office and this is what I want, or this is um, my my guest room. This is what I want. And then I look at the pictures. We discuss how you can get it organized. And then in the second session, we kind of do a follow up in regards to some of the things that you've done, some of the things that you need to do just to keep you focused. Now. Maybe you don't need a space. Maybe you just need your time organized. Well, you email me what frustrates you about your time right now and then what are some of the things you want to do. And by that, then I help you develop a plan. So you can get all of that, two hours with me, for a mere $59. Um, And it's a $250 value and then a a bonus of my e-course. So make sure you go to JanetMTaylor.com and take advantage of that. Well, 
I am so happy that you joined me. You're listening. I truly, again, appreciate you. And so, again, next week, getting the junk out of your marketing. But make sure you connect with Ola. So until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day. But most of all, have an organized week. Organization is a quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.